0: From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV. Hey! Welcome everybody to the Legend of Korra After Show. And across the table, representing the element of Earth, is Liz Rishmaui. Fire. Well, fire. too bad. <laughs> Dang it! Earth okay, came right. first in this. Hi, but guys. she's ginger! But now representing fire with her fiery attitude, apparently, is Miss Katie Collins.
1: I want to trade with Liz. <laughs> so she's
2: going earth on fire. We ruined it. Right. Yeah.
0: Totally messed oh. up the order. But you, do you want to be air then, Tori? I will be whatever you give me. Then you are representing heir, Tori Miller. Yes. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm John Quick representing water. And in the booth is Mr. Stephen Lemieux. He's hard. Representing Frenchmen, yes.
1: <laughs> representing the normal people.
0: <laughs> the only continent that doesn't attack people in this show.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it has been. We know that we're coming in a little bit late on all this, but we're going all the way back to the beginning of the season with episodes one and two: "Breath of Fresh Air" and "Rebirth." And in yeah. this book title changes. I'm just going to have to say, this very first episode, just in those first five minutes, we just saw like. All of the changes, like it just hit us like one right after another.
1: Mm -hmm. And they released those first five minutes online, I think a week or two before the series even premiered. It's like, see, this is what you're gonna get. So we got the first five minutes, and it was like, oh shoot, I gotta watch this now. (laughs) And
2: apparently, uh, the original animated studios that did the original Avatar The Last Airbender, I didn't know this, but a different studio had apparently picked up the animation for. The first series of Legend of Korra? Am I saying this no, wrong? No,
0: it was in the it was actually in the second season. There's a there's there's a lot that, that goes that goes into like that. It's Studio Mir is back again mm-hmm. doing their stand up job. Yeah,
2: and I mean it's beautiful. Oh, I mean just yeah. the first opening uh sequence with the little spirit uh what's his Boom name? Jew. Boom. Yeah, Boom Jew. and uh and just all the different artwork and everything that goes into it. I I, I just made me so
1: happy. I was like, Yeah, it's back.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. And it's beautiful. But like after we had that nice little recap, it was like in case you forgot, we reenacted Pacific Rim,
1: <laughs> and,
0: and Republic City got covered in vines. Those vines are still there, and suddenly Boomy can airbend. What? Yeah,
1: oh my god, <laughs> that wasn't so part of the
2: recast. <laughs>
0: so great.
2: But the whole scene, like the thing that I miss so much about this series in general, is just the little humor and everything that goes into it, mm-hmm. and just tra- crawling onto the thing. Like, but I knit this sweater for you, and I know it's not that great. Okay, it was my first attempt, but I mean, you can try. it on, at least don't be mad at me and then oh god i'm oh almost god. out of tree oh can
1: we go down now tree breaks <laughs> <And then he laughs> not I plan to
2: save him and then oh. but he saves himself and he's like that's still really really hurt
1: like he airbends to keep himself from hitting the ground stops airbending out of surprise and then hits the yep. ground face first it's yep. like good job. <laughs> way to be boomy way to be you are aptly named sir
0: and then segue into the next big thing. We see actually um, Tenzin, Jinora, and Cora walking through one of the what they're calling the wilds now that are in the middle of Republic City. And where you the didn't know ta- it was at first, yeah. too.
2: You thought, oh, where the hell are they? We're, 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 we're going the back home to world. Republic right. City, and then they're just like, I, I don't think. And I thought that was a great cut. The way she's like, well, I don't think the rest of the people are going to be too happy about it. And then you open, and boom, they're right in the center of Republic
1: City.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So that was really
1: cool. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what everyone expected, though. It's like, okay, we're going to open up the spirit world and things are no longer separate. But, of course, they're going to stay exactly the same. Well, that's no.
0: The, well, well, that's going on to the whole changes thing. A lot of changes that people don't like. And we're about ready to get right into how not happy seemingly everyone is with the entire situation.
2: I really I liked it, though, because I feel like I'm just so sick of the people... Whining like in Republic City, just like no one's happy with what Kor is doing. It's it's very much not like when we had Aang in the first series, um, because everybody's like, oh my god, the Avatar, the Avatar, and then now it's like people hate the
1: Avatar. Well, the people are not in the middle of a war at the moment, yes. Right. But, so that that as much as I hate to say, that's what Aang had going for him. <laughs> he did have this big overarching conflict to resolve, and the only people who would not have been happy to see him would have been the heads of the Fire Nation, mm. who. We're not happy to see him. Cora doesn't have that big nation unifying, everyone's at war with the Fire Nation. Please, for the love of God, just stop the war. Yeah, but she's, she's doing the, the best she world can. From
2: the darkness and the evil that would have overcome. I mean, that's something big. Which is a right.
1: problem that no one even knew was happening.
3: Exactly. As far the far as war conc- was a
1: global thing.
3: Yeah. As far as they're concerned, she brought it upon them. I mean, everyone was waiting for Aang at that time. And it was like he was the messiah of their war. But for her, it's just like, everywhere that she goes, trouble follows. And so, I mean, it's hard to... Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I like how she gives that nice little reminder to President Raikou. Oh, you know, when that big world-ending monstrosity of pure evil was marching straight towards you, should I have just, you know... Should you gonna let, us let us your off?
1: administration take care <laughs> of it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And but, then Lynn breaks them up because you can't fight like that in front of the press. That's a bad idea.
0: But then that... That wonderful little dinner scene happened with Boomy just trying to show everybody that he can airbend (laughs) and just, like, not making it. And Bolin, I guess Bolin is going to settle into a new character role where he just gets to be, like... I guess the running commentary that the audience is doing, because he he just sat down there and he just gave it's like, I love this family. It's like he just pointed out the archetype of every single person yeah. mm-hmm. and then proceeded to make fun of Mako the for overworked being whiny. Mom,
1: the rambunctious kids, the crazy uncle, the and this, the that, an the emo other. Teenager. And where's Mako? He's the emo teenager sleeping <laughs> under his desk at the police station because he cannot get over himself and share a house with his ex girlfriend. Either of them.
0: <laughs> that sounds reasonable. When
1: you, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, not really.
0: I, I can kind of see where he's coming from a yeah. little bit, but he can't
1: share an island with his ex-girlfriend.
0: Well, I mean, later on when we see him like actually tried to talk to both Korra and when Korra and Asami are right there, he's just the most uh, uh, like uh, awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I mean, it, it's 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 reasonable. It's it's yeah. reasonable, but he's dumb. But he's teenager. just dumb. He's
3: a teenager.
0: He's just dumb. Yeah, but speaking of Mako, like, we get to see him sleeping under his desk responding to a call about some man airbending and. Well,
1: we've skipped a couple things. Okay. For one, I'd like to go back to the scene talking with the president because the other thing we learned there is that Cora is actually concerned with her poll numbers, 8% approval. What is peer pressure? And we learn that she and Asami are friends, which isn't really something we've seen a lot of emphasis on in the past two seasons and is something that this series has sorely needed. So it's nice to see that. And then at the dinner scene, we actually do see Bumi airbending after a point when Milo throws a plate at his face. Right. But
2: I just, I thought the other thing that was nice too is the way that she connected on it. They both knew that Asami had kissed Mako and, and, uh, and vice versa when, you know, Asami was dating him and, and now all of a sudden, but they're like totally okay with it. And, right. you know, their friendship means more than just like boy drama, which is very nice because I feel like it gives a sight, a sense of maturity to these two girl teenage characters that normally wouldn't see in teenage girl
1: characters. Right. Yes. So that's nice. The problem is Mako. Everyone else can get over it. I, I don't actually dislike him. I just think this is hilarious.
0: It is well-deserved, everything that's coming his oh,
1: way. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes, it is.
0: But, but I do think, going back to the... I guess going back to, like, a, we, we obviously know that apparently the the theme of the season is going to be changes. Okay, Boomy starts airbending. Well, he's Aang's son. You know, harmonic convergence was supposed makes to bring sense. changes. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Now we have some random man named Da who is now an airbender...
2: And going on a freak <laughs> rampage throughout the city because he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry! He keeps ruining everything, it's so funny. Just kicks a
0: door in Mako's face, I'm though. sorry! Runs away!
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's freaking out and he has these new powers that he can't control that are somewhat tied to emotions... No. Yeah, yes. that is a thing that happens. Yes, yeah.
2: I know, but it just, it's just funny because he oh, seems to be the only person. When we find out and discover, there are more later on in the episode, which we will get into. He really only seems to be the still the only person who's having trouble with his emotions linked to the, <laughs> making stuff happen. So, um,
3: right.
1: well, Again, one of those comedic humor things.
3: Yeah,
1: um, Well, true, but I also think that when we first see him, he's only just discovered it. It's only just happened. He's losing his noise because, oh, my God. By the time we start running into the other characters who have gotten this power, they've had a few days, a few weeks, some span of time to kind of get used to the idea. Can we go
2: to the uh, scene, though, where basically uh, Bolin kind of calls out Maca like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? What, what, bro, bro, what are you doing? Like, And then Maca's just like, I have to be there. I have to do this. I have to do that. And um, I guess,
1: I'm trying to think if I, I skipped ahead too much, if this is the
3: scene. A little, yeah. We've
0: skipped
1: some things. <laughs> so, <laughs> we are playing hopscotch with this episode.
0: I, I guess, well then, well we're going back around, so we have these new changes coming our way, and then we have this nice scene with Tenzin and his family, you know, Tenzin just staring off at the, the statue of yes, Aang. Which getting emotional. Which has somehow been rebuilt since... The um disaster that with the end of last season. That oh, was I get th- you know that Zuko did that.
1: <laughs> you know that someone got on that and was like, No, we have to rebuild that statue. But there are other relief effort we have to rebuild the statue. <laughs> Trust me on this.
2: Well there's also earthbenders. I mean, well, yeah, I that's,
3: that's well, what I yeah. it doesn't
2: take that like, long to rebuild something. It's like, if,
0: like a day. Yeah. So, <laughs> so just in, just in that scene of him talking with his father about, you know, it's, it's, it's happening. Your people are coming back. Our people are coming back. And he has this, this, this wide eyed, I'd say like very naive hope. And as we're going to see just how naive that is later, that suddenly the air nomads are returning. And, but Tenzin's ideas that they're going to return to what they were before yeah. the Hundred Year War.
2: Exactly. Which yeah. is very, I mean, and then as we get into it a little as they're traveling, it's like you have to understand that just because this is new, these people still came from lives, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's skipping ahead again. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. But for it's now, it's, it's tens and thinking about there's going to be more people. We're going to rebuild the Air Nation. And we're not going to have to do it just from my family. We'll have. We'll have a culture rebuilt. We'll just, and it's
2: and it's very nice too, the little moment that he has with the kids, like, We'll help you, Daddy. And she's so tall.
1: I almost cried. Yeah. It's very, very good emotional resonance. I'm just proud of book three. Book three is really <laughs> doing well so far. Yeah. Knock wood. I
0: <laughs> That's not That ain't enough. wood. <laughs> all right. Close enough. <laughs> I think I just cursed myself any well, so after we get, you know, Tenzin's little hope scene, we saw we have the, the I guess sisterly bonding scene, the yes. gal pal scene with between Korra and Asami, where we actually see these two. That's the part I said yeah. before. I'm
2: sorry, I'm a little out of order because I, <laughs> I think I rewatched it, and uh, the last episode, the last, the
1: second chapter is more like in my
0: head. I, well, we get to, we we'll yeah. get to. they're
1: excited. <laughs> but they're basically going to go out driving, and Asami hands Korra the keys. Time for you to learn. Yeah. Korra cannot drive stick. No, Cora cannot drive stick. Stick is hard the first time. It's that first
2: gear in reverse. It's like once you get used to one, the other one's hard. But uh, yeah, so they have that whole scenario recap. Sorry, skipped ahead. And it's just like, again, I said it's very nice to know that, you know, you have two teenage girls and you're not always going with the stigma of what normally two teenage girls would be like fighting or acting like, you know, right. they have a very mature sense about it because their friendship is more valuable than drama, so.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then she
2: almost crashes into yeah, a vine.
0: And, 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 <laughs> but yeah. we still don't quite pass the Bechdel test because they were talking about Mako the entire time, so. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, no, we'll see. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Close enough.
1: They, the fact that they had this scene at all and were able to have this conversation and not have it dissolve into tears or anger or any of the other stereotypical this is what we think girls talk about stuff that is that's good. That's 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 good.
0: But then moving forward so they crash into this vine and almost. for the... Almost. I, g- almost. I guess almost. <laughs> and so we finally get like spirits, spirits are supposedly living with the uh, the humans of Republic City and this is like the first time we get to see like a major spirit, this hedgehog mm-hmm. acorn spirit. Yeah. I don't It point was point adorable. It, sanctuary spirit. it yeah. was disgruntled,
1: but it was adorable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And right. he basically tells them, you know, like, you know, she's like, why do you have to be here? Why do you have to sell the vines here? Are you gonna go somewhere? Like why do you have to set it right in the middle of the street? Because he's basically yelling like hey you almost crashed into my house and she's like, Well you're in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. And to which he says, you know, like she meant to come out with the vines and she's like vines, spirits it's basically the same thing. You're the avatar. You should know that.
0: Everyone's critical of Korra. Yes. Even the spirits. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: And then that's when she gets an idea.
0: A, it was definitely, you know, I gotta give her credit. Like, if this was the old Korra from Seasons 1 and 2, she when would she would have try, punched it in the face. Well, not <laughs> we she would tried. have punched it in the face. She would have just been like, alright, let me do this over the entire city. This will work. Instead, she finds just a building and she decides she's gonna use Unalak's spirit cleansing technique which I'm actually not quite sure is actually a good thing considering that you're kind of imposing your own will onto spirits. Right? Oh yeah. yeah.
2: But also going back cuz I think that was a little before it too. It's a lot of jumping in this, in this yeah. series. Yeah. Um, you know there is that whole scene where she's so frustrated trying to figure out exactly what to do. She's meditating <laughs> um to which I know Tenzin's just like you must be at your well. That's going to come like you know, right I think after that's this. Later, actually. now this this is
0: right after this scene where she tries and to fails. do to the mm-hmm. spirit cleansing, and it well, at first it looks like it works. It like, yeah. and of course, President Raikou shows up with just a whole cadre of press, just wanting to rub her, you know, her nose into her own failures.
1: I heard mm-hmm. you had an idea, so I thought you might want everyone to know. So he brings the press. It's like, She's wow, like, that was a classy move, bro. Classy right. move. Yeah, and then she's basically like, I need everybody to shut up because
2: I don't know if this is going to work yet. And then it does seem to work at first, but then it, it, it
1: actually made it worse. Yeah, the were, like, vines resurge, take over the building that they were on, and then take over a building that had previously been vine-free and occupied right across the waterway. Hmm. So there's a very tense scene where they're trying to evacuate all the people from this building that is starting to collapse. Mm-hmm. So this has obviously an idea that not only did not work but massively backfired
0: which i gotta give her credit for at least like testing it out like it, i mean yeah. she still just like went straight ahead with the idea in her classic cora fashion but she stopped to think it through just a little bit which is like character growth we're, we're actually seeing some genuine character growth in cora from one season to another which is nice and mm-hmm. then of course going on tenzin and her have that You know, scene which is basically the synopsis of here's the theme of this season. And yeah. it's as he explains, like it's changed. Some people are going to like it, some people aren't. Some of it's going to be good, some of it's going to be bad. And we're going to see the bad at the very end of this episode, but we'll yes, wait to are. get to that before we get to the bold-faced bad, because right now we're looking at the good. And what the good is is that there are more airbenders, and one of them is apparently suicidal on Kyoshi Bridge.
1: Which Mullen runs up. I think I'm interrupting one of those mentor-student sessions or meditating thing, but um, you need to know that... Like yeah, we found the airbender, and he's at the top of Kiyoshi Bridge, and he's not doing so hot. But you cut two,
0: <laughs> cut two, da on top of the bridge, just yelling at everybody to get away, and. Bei just sending guys up there to do something about it, and that's just...
1: Probably to grab him and bring him down. Because right. also- it's a metal bridge, and they're metal benders. They should be okay. Yeah, but it's also interesting to me, because going back to what Katie
3: was
2: saying, oh, but he's emotional. Yeah, I'm sure emotions are very much involved in any sort of airbending but as we figured from the original series with Aang and even this series, I would be surprised more that his emotions had so much to do with his airbending because normally the emotions are more, or like anger and confusion, that's more like firebending like I would imagine that that would conflict more with firebending because it comes from a certain place of like usually rage or confusion and that's what we learned previously so I'm surprised he was causing so much chaos
3: right. um, but as an But it's still airbender. a power
2: he cannot control. Yes. That's true. But um, but yeah, so she goes on up and, you know, talks to him about <laughs> a little bit like, bro,
1: stop, get off the bridge. like, yeah, I need mean, calm down. She flies up and lands next to him and starts talking about, rough day, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I've had a pretty rough day, too. You know, things are changing, but we kind of got to face it. It'll get better. I know someone who'd be more than happy to meet you and help you out with this bending thing. Why don't you come with me and we can go talk to him? Okay.
0: And... Then he does, and kind of falls, but Cora catches him anyway, and and then everybody is happy except for President Tight Pants. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> is that what we're calling
0: him now? I'm calling yes. him President. We're calling Tightpants. him
1: President
2: Tight Pants. But I like, I'm I was actually very happy when that scene happened, where he's like, "Get the hell out of the city, basically. Like nobody wants you here. You're not doing us any good." And she's just. Fine. You know, I mean, and she's flustered at this point because she's been trying so desperately hard to like get on the favor of the good people. Um, But it made me excited because I'm just bored of Republic City. I want to see what the rest of the world looks like. I want to see what has changed. And like, finally, it took like to the third book. It's like, okay, good. I mean, granted, we did see the water. Uh, tribes and everything in the last season but you know I just I want to see more of the changes that the world has made since Aang has died and you know there's a new avatar so it's nice to know that we're going to be getting away from that a little
1: bit yeah and Korra straight up told them look the vines are new they're here to stay get used to it this is one of the changes that is happening and that's what kind of triggered the no your trouble get out
0: well, I, think, I think it's going back to what Tenzin said, that's like, you're the Avatar. You have to make decisions on a global scale. Yeah. No matter what you do, somebody is going to be unhappy about it. You can't just You think, can't please
2: everybody. Yeah, yeah,
0: and you can't just think, oh, what is good for Republic City? You have to think of what is good for... Everyone, not only just people, but now she has spirits. Yeah, you shouldn't right. worry
2: about the ratings of what one city thinks. It's not. It's not your job. That's you're not in politics. Basically, is what he was saying. It's like you're not politics. You are the the bridge between two worlds, which are now one world. Right. So start getting on working on that. And I am very sad again. Um, going back to that one scene when she was trying to meditate. Again, it's a, I forgot until I watched this episode that she now doesn't have a link to her past Avatar forms. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I need to rewatch the last yeah. episode from uh, season two just to remind myself a little bit, but it, I did, you know, re- refresh a little bit of memory, and I'm like, oh, yeah, shoot. Like, that makes me so sad, because I was sad when you find out, like, Aang's dead, but you're like, Aang's not dead. You're the reincarnation. He's in there, and now he's
1: not.
3: Right. So Yeah,
1: it's a fresh start. We, um... We hit F five on this, and so now you got nothing back. There. We cleared the cash.
3: Yeah. Right. Well, I think it's it leaves more room for growth because like yeah. Ang always, and even in the previous season, she always had that like you know uh, Sonic screwdriver of oh I can just ask people from the past and they'll give me all the answers. Sonic but now she has to like fight figure it out for herself, and that's and, you know changes.
0: Damn good analogy.
3: It doesn't five do nerd wood.
0: points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Clearing the cash wasn't good enough for you.
0: Nope. Nope, gotta go with Sonic Screwdriver, (laughs) come on. I said nerd points, not geek points. I guess you can have two geek points. There you go. Yay! Hey, I don't don't give those out, like, you know, that often, so...
2: Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So, moving on. Yeah, so moving
0: on.
1: (laughs) Now that we've established the point system for this (laughs) after (laughs) (laughs) So
0: <laughs> after Buzz, where the points don't matter
1: <laughs> and everything's made up.
0: Yes, yeah. entirely. So now we actually we see them now preparing to leave Republic City and Kaya, Ike, Milo, and Pema are going to be staying on, you know, air, on Airbender Island and moving for and so probably
1: moving, with a new airbender too.
0: Yeah, with Da. And then we see like this was kind of interesting in that scene that they had when they were showing the map, they said, oh, we have reports all around the Earth Kingdom, but none from the Fire Nation or mm-hmm. any of the Water Tribes? Like that, may- I
1: think that's just the first place they were focusing on
2: and the, the first they place they were, were going. Because yeah, yeah. they It's easier for them to get to them first, so right. one right. step at a time. But basically, so they, they head out on this adventure. and uh, In their
1: awesome airship that yeah. Asami made. What up? She basically made them a flying Porsche. <laughs> yeah. That thing is awesome.
0: And but so we get to the end of the good changes now we get the bad changes and we get introduced to this really menacing villain by the name of Zahir voiced by Henry Rollins so Black awesome. Fla- yeah. own yes. Henry Rollins I I don't know how they got him to do this I guessing it was just like I need to do something that my kids can watch <laughs> <laughs> Right.
1: And, well, it got Johnny Depp really to do pirate quick. movies. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I just, I, I, we did this scene already with Bolin and, and, um, I always want to call him Z- Marco. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well. Where he's like, we well, you have to go on this adventure with us though. You have to because we're going to go to the Earth Kingdom. We find out where dad came from. And what yes. if we meet grandma? And she's all, oh, where, where's Marco? Where's Marco? Oh, no, he's not here. Oh, I'm going to die. I can't. Die. And then she's dead. <laughs> like it's just, I, he's my favorite and continually will be my favorite, like, comedy relief for the entire season, but yeah. it's so beautifully done, it's never done where it shouldn't
1: be it's 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 perfect. Yeah, yeah so, Bolin is a glorious yeah. human being and <laughs> probably the only person who could convince Mako to come on this because right. Asami and Korra are still too busy taking yeah. the mickey out of yeah. him. Yes. I can't but, blame him for that
0: but then we have, we have this introduced to Zaheer who's being held captive by the, um, the, White, Lotus. By the White Lotus in this like over elaborate cell, he's like way up in the air and which he's, is,
1: its like Magneto, which yeah, is kind of they stick him in a plastic cell. They had to stick this guy in
0: the middle of nowhere, and he's not we, a bender. Either. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing that's very
2: interesting
1: to me is that he wasn't
2: a bender when they stuck him here. So I wonder. But he obviously is very skilled. I mean, he already almost seems professional at airbending yeah, once he I, escapes. He mastered it
0: immediately. Yeah. Just thinking, I think that he might have been an air acolyte that just kind of because he has all of the hallmarks of a zealot, and he he has like. A genuine knowledge of the air nomad mm-hmm. philosophy and tradition. like he quotes the Guru Lahima mm-hmm. as, huh. and he talks about that and he talks in such a way that is like very, very reverent. And very knowing, and then immediately, as you said, like he just knows how to airbend almost like a master's level.
2: Yeah, right. And then basically, so it goes on to this whole thing because we gotta, we still got another episode to hit, but uh, but we goes into this thing where now he goes and he's trying to um, get out his friends. We still don't know what these guys were locked up for, but we just know that they're bad news,
0: and they want the avatar, and they want the avatar.
2: So he winds up then saving um Gazan. I think yeah. this is going into the next yeah. episode. this is going yeah. into is rebirth. But
0: well, yeah, he does free his. He does free two of his other compatriots. Oh yeah, but and that's before. when he
2: kind of disappears into the clouds and bounces down the mountain, right. and then it goes Whoosh. into the next. I watched the episode where it was like back to back, so it was kind of hard to, except for that one chapter page. Right. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: So we have them actually leaving Republic City and. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just gonna to have to say, Tenzin's uh, recruitment pitch really sucks. <laughs> he, yeah,
1: he's been so steeped in this culture that he doesn't know how to sell it. So the first people they come across is this farmer in this tiny little city, just this tiny little town with a family, and it's so they're with what is it, the mayor of the town, the head honcho, whoever, yeah, whoever runs this tiny little corner of just about nowhere. And it's Team Cora on one side of the table and him at the head. And this farmer and his family, his wife and his two or three small children. They're adorable. On the other side. Oh, yeah, it was really surprising when I got this airbending, but it was pretty nice. You know, it's cool. And And Tenzin's like, great, you're coming with us. No, I'm not. I have a family here. I'm not going anywhere. Which
0: is the central problem of, like, what... Like Tenzin is blind to all of that. He wants. He just thinks everyone's going to join up, and it's like throw your old life away, become yeah. an Arab nomad, and like, all, all, like they're like, very, no,
3: yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Leave like, my
1: these-
2: family and my kids, and
1: and then the little kid going, "Mommy, why does the bald man want to take Daddy away?" It's like, oh no, we are done. Mm-mm-mm that is not going to happen
0: which led to the one of the funniest little infographic things that we've seen as they as they oh, start yeah. on their trek with Tenzin saying all of his little all of his little pitches and as it goes along this the faces get sadder and sadder <laughs> i feel like <laughs> it's
1: the map from emperor's new groove where it just has the silhouettes traveling to the different places that's kind of what this is it has all their little faces on this cute little boat just but traveling but what they right. do is they have you know basically um, one of
2: my favorites is it, you can tell based on each person why his pitch was so bad. Although I agree with him, like I really thought the flying bison would really gut them. Who doesn't want a flying bison as their best friend? And I was like, I do. But then the one, so with did the, Boomy. Yes, yeah. yeah. And the incredibly fashionable woman. He's like, you're gonna love our ancient robes. They're, they're the, the, the material's so breathable. Slam. So I mean, it was really again the show really balances out well with actually not you know going off topic too much with their comedy. So. Right. Um, but he's,
1: you're, you're right, he's absolutely blind yeah. to kind of the real world yeah, and yeah. how they would see this culture that he wants to recreate. Oh, man. As much as he's saying that change is a thing, he's not willing to adapt these particular traditions. Yes, and
2: I'm sad because I just realized we forgot the cute little funny line why the family was still left back to help any airbenders that were still near Republic City. Uh, we have Milo who's like, those maggots will bow to me! <laughs> Be nice to them, son.
1: Right. Yes, But yeah. um
2: yeah, so basically they're not Having much luck at all, and then that's when Korra's is like, "You know what? We, we, you're, you're not, your thing isn't working. I'm going to try this time." Um,
0: and with, in which we get introduced to Ryu, who <sighs> I think. Has to be the the show's creators kind of making fun of all of the people that like just nitpick away at them, right? Well, Definitely. and it's
1: also a takeoff on the oh, it's my deadbeat son who came back home after college and he's getting his life together, but he hasn't done anything with it. So right. you know, it's he's it's still basically it out, but it's just Albinger. it's the adult child living in the basement who doesn't want to get a job. It's it's not the millennial. It's the stereotypical perception of the millennial, right?
0: It's it's And I have
1: to make that distinction. <laughs> I
0: do. <laughs> but Cora tries to give him some tough love and it's just like the most Whatever. like like yeah, pissy, passive aggressive thing in the world. It's like, so you're the avatar, big deal. It's like, oh well this is obviously not gonna go anywhere and it and it doesn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're having problems recruiting people, but guess who isn't? Zaheer. Yes. Zaheer is having a grand old time recruiting his next guy Gazan.
1: In Man. a completely wooden prison in the middle of the sea. Because guess who's an earthbender?
0: And apparently we now discover magma bending, which I honestly... I was
1: very confused by that.
0: I thought that that would have been like an avatar-only ability, because that seems like mixing earth and fire together. Not well, so, really. I you
1: would... superheat the rock by moving it real fast. That's true. I mean, and I mean,
3: I mean if ta-da. the uh, waterbenders can turn the water to ice, why not the other, other If the waterbenders
1: can bloodbend...
3: That's true. Yeah, it's yeah. just
1: one of those things
2: where, as long as there is some form of rock, I think it's the same thing with metal. The different components—they're just mm-hmm. becoming more clever with which what actually each airbending can do now. So right. and the uh, the elevation of it. So yeah.
0: So after what is an awesome fight scene after the, after we get that, then we see him breaking out Ming Wa, which is yet again another one of these overly elaborate prisons. Where in you, a volcano, we have an. Armless waterbender. She is
2: she, armless. Yeah, yeah. she I doesn't thought. have yeah. arms. Because I was looking, I was like, "Where's her arms? Where's her arms?" And then she had water, and I'm not like, there. Okay, yeah. so I didn't know until later on. And there's more episodes that come later when I, I more realized it. But it was I thought that was so clever, and it's interesting too because normally you do need all your limbs to bend. You know, it's it's emotion and movement and stuff, so the fact that this person has mastered this element in which you normally need your arms is really,
1: really cool.
3: Right. Yeah, and
1: she uses the water as arms, mm-hmm. climbs out, fights with them. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. So, obviously, these three are incredibly ridiculously talented at what they do.
0: Right. Even the
1: guy who only just learned, but they're evil. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. they're evil. Well, of course. And, yeah.
0: And then, obviously, we have a fourth member who is going to have fire abilities, so... And... She's- who Prob- is
1: supposedly Zahir's girlfriend. I think yes.
0: it's called to Lee, is, I think, what her I, name I, is. I, 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 uh, no, I don't
1: know. We'll find out next yeah. episode. <laughs> yes. Yes, we probably will.
0: But back, to, but back to Team Avatar and their recruitment train. They decide that they're going to put on a sideshow because literally we've tried everything else, guys. Why
1: not make it fancy? Yeah. No other sales pitch has worked. Let's turn to Bolin, who has the most raw charisma of pretty much anyone on this boat, and let him run the show. Yeah, and it works, and it's pretty fun. And you have
2: <laughs> it's the giant mustache on Bolin, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the big.
0: And then Tenzen, who is fit as all hell, like I—he's like forty something. But have you ever seen a
2: fat bender? I mean, really? I mean, except like that one mm, farmer dude who just got his air powers. But some uh, of these
3: swamp benders, yeah. Yeah.
0: But I'm, you've never seen a fat airbender. I can't remember any of yeah, that. It's a lot of the, movement. And it's all, a lot of movement. And that all-vegetarian diet. And mm-hmm. again, we
1: haven't seen many airbenders at all. Oh, that's oh. true. I've seen enough in flashbacks that I think we would get the gist of it. <laughs> yeah, monks, all-vegetarian yeah. diet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And in this scene, we meet Kai, the street urchin, who... Mm-hmm you know, tells this, like, nice little sob story to just, like, sell, sell it. And I do, like... And it's killed my
1: parents, and now they've been following me ever since, and I just want to get away from them. I want to go with you. And surprise, surprise, he has airbending.
0: Yeah. Not only does he have airbending, but he also has a sack of gold that yes. is not his. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then we come to
2: find out after they tried to defend him uh, from these people saying, You you need to leave him alone, you know, you thieves. And they're like, What are you talking about? He's like, I'm 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 in charge of this. These he's are sheriff. my I'm the sheriff, these are my deputies.
1: They're all in uniform and he's got a little gold bag. It's like, Where have I seen this before? Oh, come on.
2: Yeah. Right. And then they're just trying to go after him and then um not Bolin, but Mako. Mako, Mako. Grabs him and finds out, you know, like, hey, I caught him trying to run away. No, I'm just trying to pee, and with then, your
1: bag of stolen gold. Mm-hmm.
2: So well,
0: how do how do you go to the restroom? I mean, that's, I go with yeah, my stolen not gold. Like that
3: yeah. I keep it in the restroom so <laughs> I don't have to take
0: it away. Well, which is kind of interesting that he I that precious. they're essentially freeing him because if you remember back in um, in the first series. Iroh had talked about that air is supposed to be the element of freedom mm-hmm. you know they essentially free him from incarceration in order for him to become
2: and his possessions and, but they do give possess- the gold back yeah yes. yeah
0: Course. And, of course, Janora likes the bad boys. Cause- yes. <laughs>
2: but it was also very interesting, too, that they basically, like, I thought that they were going to throw a kid in jail instead of so mm-hmm. going back to the orphanage. That was a big thing, too. And also struck very much with Bolin, who wants to be like his big brother because, hey, well, he is an orphan. Regardless that he lied the first time around, he is actually an orphan. Right. Um, so, you know, we have him joining the gang now, and it's
1: uh, off to um bossing say. Bolin wants to adopt him. Janora wants to date him. And Mako's just... I'm watching you.
0: Did did, did that just seem to be like, I know he was trying to be intense in that moment, kind of like what Katara did with Zuko when he first joined up, but with Mako, did it just seem, it just seemed a little, like, a little lame. It seemed a little bit like, all right, I'm going to be, I'm going into cop mode right now.
1: Well, (laughs) Well, he spent half the episode in cop mode because he still doesn't know how to talk to his
2: exes. That's very true. And that's hilarious. And he also, I think he mentioned, it might have been, uh, I think he mentioned something about, well, he reminds me of me. Like, I mean, you have to remember that yeah. Berlin and Mako were also homeless and probably had to do a lot of thieving themselves to live. So he probably just knows this all this kid's tricks. And he's like, so I know. I've already been there. I'm watching you. Yeah. yeah. So...
3: Yeah. And with the Katara, it was more of like, you know, Zuko had been trying to kill them, but this is still a kid. You know? Yeah, yeah.
0: that is that is true. I, I guess I have to put that in perspective. But speaking of Zuko, we round out this oh, episode so with cool. one of the greatest OMG moments. Oh, they can yeah. drop, Zuko is back. Yes. And entirely angry that Ming-Hua is now b- busted out of prison.
1: Yes, and drops the information, any one of them on their own could take down a bender mm. together. They, they could the take pretty much anything.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and he's
1: riding a dragon. Where
2: did he get the dragon? <laughs> I don't know. That's there were the only other two left. Well, that's the same thing where as the air from? bisons. You know, we don't know all of a sudden. I think they mentioned in an episode prior back, like, oh, well, you know, uh, we found a, a
1: hidden herd of them. i like,
2: where the hell were they for the entire hundred years? Like, no one came across these bisons. But I'd rather, you know what? It's fine. Well, care. at
1: least we know there were two dragons left, so we can make the necessary assumptions. Yeah. <laughs> right. There you go. It's he's a riding moment. a dragon! This is amazing!
0: <laughs> also, That bo- was
1: my favorite part of the episode, watching him fly away on that dragon, going, yeah. dang, sir. reminding it. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it is, I want to see that again. It I want to see that, again.
0: It, yeah. is sad, it is sad, though, to consider that um, Dante Brasco is not still voicing him, but of course he's voicing Zuko's grandson, at yes. least in this series. Yeah. Yeah. But we have a new voice actor for Zuko, Bruce Davison, who you might remember as Senator Kelly from the uh, first two X-Men movie. Huh. Mm-hmm. So... That's you know I, I can deal with I can deal with that change. He's, I mean we well, only voice, got a little bit. of this. I'm more than
2: sure if you talk to your grandparents or somebody, they don't sound. Especially the men, they're not going to sound exactly the same as they did when they were like you know what seventeen Zuko was eighteen. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Dante yeah.
1: Bosco would be able to pull that off. Yeah,
2: so I mean I'm I'm pleasantly fine with it. I love I mean coming's Rufio. Yes, <laughs> and they have. I, I mean I'm like well he's still in the series so it's fine. Yeah. I would just be mad if they didn't have that voice actor at all.
0: <laughs> but then let's just go let's just go with a bit of. Final thoughts, Um, Legend of Gora has been a a little bit of contentious, but first season started strong and some people say ended a little weak. Second season was a little up and down, but this third season, book three, is shaping up to be the it shouldn't best. have to be the best. It has definitely been a good build. Yeah. So
3: yeah. it's already, a
2: strong start, and I've already yeah. seen the episodes that have aired. So I'm, and I have not been displeased with any one of those episodes. So That's I'm, so I'm definitely excited to see what
1: happens. So <laughs> I've only seen these two, and I'm going to go through this week to week unspoiled. So commenters, please don't put any spoilers in the comments. You will make me very sad. Please. There you go.
0: <laughs> And they're going to do it anyway. Well,
1: <laughs> They've been really good for Sword Art Online. That's and true. They're t- really good at not spoiling people. So please, please keep it up.
0: <laughs> well, I like our commenters. Well, I believe that wraps us up for this week. Um, continue on with us. I believe every week we're going to be doing two episodes at a time like the current show is doing as well. So tune in next week for episode three or four. Three and four? Yes. yes. That is yes. correct.
1: Three and four.
0: And I guess we will see you guys. Well, where can we find time? you? Well, where can we find me? <laughs> yeah, where that's can we a here. Where, where that can, can, that is where a can anybody
2: find us? You aside can from find in that seat, I am, Yes, yes
0: I, I am John Quick. You can find me at nowquick on Twitter.
3: Um, you can find me on Twitter at TariJ. That's T A U R I J A Y. You can also catch me on the Dominion panel on Thursdays, extant on Wednesdays, and also the Sword Art Online on Sundays.
2: Hey guys, I'm Liz Maui. You can find me at LizzyMaui on Twitter and Instagram at L-I-Z-Z-Y-M-A-W-Y. You can also check me out on the Musketeers panel uh, later on tonight, as well as Sword Out Online and also Dominion on Thursdays
1: with Tari. Yeah. I'm Katie Cullen you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at KIAXET that's K-I-A-X-E-T you can also find me on the Attack on Titan and Sword Art Online panels on Sunday and the upcoming Ruby panel we're doing a special episode this Monday night I will not be in this panel next week because San Diego Comic Con
0: boo I mean yay (laughs) but boo to you not being here I'm
1: gonna have a good time
0: well enjoy see you guys (laughs) later